My sounds a little fuzzy or no? Sounds a no. little loud, but not too bad. A little fuzzy? I can go back a little bit too. Uh, <laughs> how's that sound? Yeah. Is it coming through though? Yeah. It's coming through, sir. Is it coming through, you guys? Now stop that. Ground stop control that. to move. Control. Behave. Oh, behave. Sausage cheese, <laughs> says the squirter. Yeah, she's a cheese squirter, everyone. Cheese squirter. Welcome to Wisconsin, everybody. Okay. Hi. <laughs> All right. Okay. Hey, Joseph. We're ready. We're up. We're recording. <coughs> All right, Joseph. How are you doing this morning? Good sir? morning, sir. Good morning, Mr. Finley. Oh, uh, Mr. Finley, how are you? Good. I used to have uh, feet. Beautiful feet. I actually, I used to have. No, I'll be correct myself. Yeah, right. <laughs> I used to have lie. fucking terrible feet, and then I got like a foot lift in two thousand nine. And then what happened? They were beautiful for a while. They could have been on the cover of Foot Quarterly for a while. Mm-hmm. I was so impressed with my own. I had remember a, that, Tom? Yeah, I remember that. And then I had, and I was, I was going to buy that uh, that year long subscription. But you know. I would go to weddings in like flip flops. I mean, I was really in love. He with He wasn't those. even invited. He would just show up at people's wedding, wedding <laughs> crashing. <laughs> and all of them would be like, "Look at those! Look at those full feet!" <laughs> oh man, we are going to fuck good tonight. Think of those mm-hmm. feet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sexy. Where is this mm-hmm. going? Well, no, really. I'm just, right. I was just looking at my feet. I look back in the sand, <laughs> and there was one set of footprints, and it was Joe's nasty old feet. <laughs> I, uh, but now I'm older. They, they suck. Yeah, well, it's just getting older, dude. It's all that. Yeah, dude. yeah. everything feeling, goes downhill? I'm, yeah, everything's going downhill. Everything, I feel, I, I'm starting to feel it. I feel a little weird, like leather on the outside suddenly. Leather it's, it's on so, the outside. Please go on. Well, that was. it's been leather on the inside for many moons. But, yep. uh, yeah, just, uh, uh, I don't know. Just the skin isn't what it used to be. You see these little little wrinkles coming in, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh boy! Please tell me you're isolating all of this, Curtis. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I no, but you sure did a fine job of it, right there. I isolate, <laughs> isolate, douchebag. I was um, I uh, was sleeping with a woman recently. Excuse who, me. Uh, <laughs> told me my feet are terrible, and I've invited oh, yeah. that woman. Onto the show today. Mm-hmm. Hi. And if anyone notices um, <laughs> that this mediocre show is a little bit better today, I can unravel oh. the mystery oh, with two observations. One is that right. we're not in our usual studio, and I'm not doing the mixing. We have Curtis Messer back on the soundboard mm-hmm. again. Curtis Thank Messer. you, Curtis. <laughs> Joe's trying to talk his way back into the bedroom. Apparently, and here. <laughs> we have we've invited that chick that yes, I nailed. Uh, into the studio, and that is the great um, professor of literature she? and writer, Michelle Patton. Hello, Michelle Patton. Hi. Hello, Michelle. Hi, guys. Yeah. So anyway, in conclusion, my feet are no longer beautiful. Terrible. Yep. Pretty terrible. Okay, great podcast, everybody. Let's... Uh... Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I think what's obvious is that we're talking about Barbara Streisand today. Oi, oi, vey. Babs. So, Michelle, tell us about um, what Barbara Streisand means to you. Well, Joseph, I will tell you. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Well, she she's it's a lot of things for me, so I don't know where to begin. Start with your childhood. Okay. When I was two, no, I'm just kidding. Um, oh. I loved Barbara Streisand movies when I was a kid for a couple of reasons. Yeah. So um, one was my sister and I, my oldest sister and I would. I feel so weird. Do I sound okay? Yeah, you're okay. Okay. No problem. <clears throat> so, my sister well, and I she watched. Weird. <laughs> Go ahead. But she's bringing class, you son of a bitch. Yep. Shut up. Yeah. Yep. 
So my sister, my oldest sister and I have watched a lot of Barbra Streisand movies. So that's one kind of um, sentimental connection yeah. for me because my sister, you know, uh, was a complicated person and mm-hmm. she passed away in January. Okay. So um, it's very sentimental. Yeah. And one time in particular, we watched uh, Funny Girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we were, it was Thanksgiving and we were... Um, <clears throat> we it was like after dinner, but we kept going and getting more leftovers, and we were lying on the floor eating leftovers, eating stuffing, and watching mm-hmm. um, Funny Girl. And then she took me to see Yentl when I was older, and she bought me the Yentl album. Joey, can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> um, so there was that, but also yeah. um, I used to when I was a kid. I used to wear my mom's. Um, I don't know what they're called, but they're like Doris Day looking thongs. No. Okay. Doris Day kind of nightgowns, kind of chiffon-y. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I would get... Doris Day's, I don't know. I know know what you're talking about. You know, that kind of foofy The women who wear them sing into like uh, microphones that look like car antennas. Yes. Right. So, but I would put those on and then I would get my parents' uh, Tom Collins glasses. Yeah. (laughs) And I would put uh, (laughs) a little ice Mm -hmm. and some soda Mm -hmm. and I would pretend like it was a scotch or whatever fancy women drink. Uh And then I would get a crayon and that was my cigarette and I would um, Ah. drink my drink (laughs) in my chiffon nightgown. Yeah. And pretend to be various like women from movies. But Mm -hmm. my favorite was Barbara Streisand. Sure. And then I would get the hairbrush and I would. You know, belt out some Barbara Streisand. Can you belt out not a song, but can you belt out a little Barbara? Like, talk. Can you give us a little bit of Barbara Streisand? The only thing I know how to say do it is hello, gorgeous. It's like it's is Barbara <laughs> right. Streisand here. Wow, oh, Lord. By the way, that <laughs> by the way that image, uh, Joe used to do that too. But uh, yeah, was, yeah, it was a tank top, and it was Miss Helen Redding. But, oh, so come yeah. on, you know, Ethel Merman. There's no business like show business. <laughs> You're a nerd. Tom. You're a nerd. So so anyway so that's so yeah so wait so most of these movies did she take you to see them in the theater or were they like on VHS or a little bit of both? Um, well, some of them were on just TV, uh-huh. like the way we were. I remember watching that and mm-hmm. um, the scene where Barbara Streisand gets into bed with Robert Redford and he's oh, drunk. Oh yeah, yeah. My she mom sort of like a, inserts herself. Yeah, wow. we were watching this movie and my mom got all embarrassed. <laughs> oh yeah. And she was like laughing, like uh-huh. that kind of embarrassed mm, laugh. Sure. And she said, "What is she doing?" Because uh-huh. she was, you know, getting into bed with a drunk guy. And mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and I remember feeling like, "Why is my mom so embarrassed that yeah. they're?" But then I realized why, because then they start having sex. Ah, uh, okay. So yeah, and also, um, in the sixth grade, I I was not popular in elementary Unbelievable. school. Stop lying no. on this yeah. podcast of ours. I was bullied. Uh. I was a total nerd. Give me names. Um, what was her name? Anyway, okay. I was bullied. And um, so in the sixth grade, I did a talent show. And my friend Michelle Gaynor and I did oh, no. Queen Bee from mm. A Star is Born. Okay. okay. Barbara Streisand. Yeah. And um, go over? everybody liked me after that. You're kidding yeah, me. Yeah, no. It was like the beginning. That and wearing my sweater tied around my neck. <laughs> Because I tried acting like Barbara Streisand in high school, and nobody liked me. Yeah, well, no, but they liked punching you, and that's very close. Okay, go ahead. That's yeah. as good as it gets for you, but So you became popular after that. Well, that and the sweater thing. And then my friend Michelle Gaynor was like, well, you're acting different. Yeah. Because she was a nerd still, and yeah. I was becoming popular. You had barbarized yourself into yeah. popularity. Because yeah. I sang Queen Bee yep. for the talent show. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then also, um, I think when I was a kid, I 
you know, I, I wouldn't have been able to articulate this, but um, all the movies we watched, a lot of Clint Eastwood movies, my parents, and mm-hmm. um, cop movies and stuff, they were all about men. Yeah. Like men were the men. central, and women were decorative usually, or crazy, uh-huh. like play Misty for me or something. Uh-huh. And Barbara Streisand movies were she was the main character, and yep. she was, it's, you know, now as an adult, I watch her and I think, I get a little embarrassed sometimes because I think like she's a little self-indulgent and it's a little hokey. But when I was a kid, I just thought like this is about her. Like this is her story. She's not beautiful in the usual kind of way, although I thought she was really beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think I just gravitated towards her because I felt like she was a real, she was fully human. She was fully Mm-hmm. But she's not a feminist, and it's kind of similar to. Wait, um, so I'm just I, not to interrupt your flow, but what do you mean by that? Well, I don't think Barbara Streisand or Joni Mitchell, another very talented woman mm-hmm. that I love, would mm-hmm. call themselves. In fact, Joni Mitchell has said she's not a feminist. Okay. Um, and they're both very feminine. They're yeah. both very interested in romantic love with men. Uh-huh. Um, but they both just kind of did shit. You yeah. know, like I want to be this singer or actress and yeah and they were awesome and talented and interesting without like worrying about oh it's an unfair system or nobody's giving me a they just did it there's that famous sort of like uh, romance between Joni Mitchell and Graham Nash where they were headed someplace and he was in love with her and she loved him if I'm gonna correct me if the story's wrong at any point it's wrong okay just kidding no go ahead (laughs) and she basically left him and said I love you you're on it sweetheart you're on the spirit of the show (laughs) I I love you but like I have to do this thing and if I if I if I remain attached to you then I won't do it yeah Um, because she said she remembered her grandmother was this frustrated piano player, yeah. and her grandmother um, could never become anything because she was a wife and a mother. And one time, she her grandmother like kicked the shit out of some door, like out of her just sheer frustration at not being able to be, yeah, you know, a fully uh, formed artist or something, right? Yeah. To kind of and it's the um, autonomy. Like Barbara Streisand's known as, um, <clears throat> sorry, yeah. she's known as being kind of difficult, and it's because she had a vision, yeah. and she was a fully autonomous person. Like I'm going to do this thing I want to do, mm-hmm. and so that pissed people off. And yeah, well, I mean, it's hard to imagine though that, or one could imagine that that's the story that gets her there. Like in order to be a fully formed, you know, person and woman in that business, she has to be you know, quote unquote difficult, but then after you get the power, the, the difficulty I mean, remains. I think well, yeah. How many men are difficult though? But we don't none call them here. that. Yeah, not here. Not no, here, but none of, them in the world. None, of us, none of us have what she brought to the table, which is a raw talent that you don't see very often. Yeah, well there's no talent in this room. You're right. There's yeah. no conflict <laughs> there. By comparison, it's not <laughs> yeah. not even a thing. I yep. have a I have a really interesting relationship with Barbara Streisand from mm. my childhood too. Tell us about it. Tell well, us. Tom. Well this first off it's like okay, so just taking it from my dad's side, he didn't like he didn't care for her as an actress, but he loved her as a voice. Like okay. music was always a big thing for my pops yep. yeah. and my mom on the other hand whom I have a very troubled relationship with oh Tom hates his mother oh, say more about oh, that Tom we don't talk, we don't she talk. hates him too <laughs> um, but, um, but she but that was Barbara Streisand was her hero like she you mean in terms of film things. film mm-hmm. so, song everything so I was really sort of uh, <laughs> I can't go wrong <laughs> oh my god somebody's <laughs> trying to move furniture through our show cheese squirter that would be great <laughs> okay go ahead so your mom no, so who hates you mom and mom who loved, you hated um, but she, she loves 
yeah. Barbara Streisand. Yeah. Like she like all things Barbara Streisand. Sure. She was very much part of her fan club. Yeah. Um, and so 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 Barbara Streisand has always been a little bit ambivalent to me in some senses, except for the musically. Because like you hate your mom. Yeah. There was a little bit of that. There's sure. an echo of that. And so it was really so I so put it that way. So to put it that way, I haven't seen a lot of Barbara Streisand movies. Yeah. Oh. So this has been really cool and instructional. Okay. Well, yeah. well let's get to it. In fact, it. I've never seen we're talking about three movies today. I haven't seen any of them until well, this. Okay. Awesome. So, yeah. Well, good. So let's let's start chronologically with 1968. Get her done. With <laughs> Larry the cable guy. Larry the cable guy's getting it Larry done. Larry the cable wife. Um <laughs> Uh, that is uh, 1968's Funny Girl. Oh, you're a funny girl, Michelle. Hello, girl. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Gorgeous. Hello, gorgeous. <laughs> Let's get a couple of schwans in here. <laughs> okay, so Funny Girl is, uh, first of all, I believe it's Barbara Streisand's um, film debut. Uh-huh. And also, Her. it is loosely, or you can tell me how much, based on Very the life of Fanny Bryce. Am I saying that Fanny right? Bryce, yep. Fanny Bryce, yeah. Fanny Bryce. You are. The sort of Broadway entertainer. Yeah, I I know as much as you do. I don't know how well, that's how, a lot. Well, okay, so how this loose is, it is. This is a little bit weird because I've always been because I love because I kind of love Fanny Bryce. You're such a fucking weirdo. I haven't <laughs> seen any of these Barbara Streisand movies, but I love Fanny Bryce. Well, yeah. okay, so here's the thing: when Hipsters. I was a kid, such a fucking weirdo. When I was, there's just some things I know like, weird things about. Oh, like when I was a kid, I used again. to listen to uh, KSFO. Yes, Tom's um, talking about his mom. No Sunday nights. Yeah, uh, KSFO. They would show. They would have old radio broadcast. Yeah, and my mother uh, would get the strap on out and. Go ahead. Oh, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Tom. I apologize. Oh, no, 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 Wow, child rape, and you guys are having a great time. That's Anyways, right. that's wonderful. And the, then there's a radio show. Wow. Yep, yeah, go ahead. Talking about rape. <laughs> the sound of your fucking voice, you monster. <laughs> Jesus, cock, monkey. Anyways. Yep. Uh, but there was this one show that I love called uh, called uh, Baby Schnooks. Baby Schnooks? Baby Schnooks. Okay, go ahead. And it was the the wild adventures. It was the misadventures of a, of a, of a very sweet... Um, but rascally little girl, like you know, like she was, you know, like three or four or something okay. like that. She could talk in baby talk. Was this was in like Saturday Bryce. mornings or so, something? No, or? it was like Friday. It was like Sunday night. Okay, I would stay awake at like eleven o'clock. Listening so to Fanny this Bryce thing. and Baby Schnooks. Yeah, she played. She there was a character she had made. She was a vaudevillian. Yep. She had made. Sure. She had made this character on vaudeville, and it, a lot of a lot of the, those radio programs were filled with old vaudevillians. Got it. And so she brought that character from vaudeville onto the thing, and it was. Yep. And I I used to love that show, so I had that little. Yep. That was really kind of cool. So I've always, I've known her. Her, uh, as you know, like a vaudevillian, and as and I didn't know she was Baby Schnucks until until recently, until yeah. I saw this, okay. and I looked into her a little bit. And so the movie is very is based very loosely on uh, on on her life, okay, very loosely. But yeah, but but but, but the movie on itself, you know, yeah, is uh, is it's, 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 it's a good movie. It's pretty interesting. Okay, well, so Funny Girl is based on the life of Fanny Bryce and, mm-hmm. and Barbara Streisand. So it's it's a classic sort of like rags to riches. Barbara Streisand is, you know, I guess it's New York, right? She's she's sort of uh, living in the tenements with her mother, and she forces her way onto the stage. And she's, the a big part of that uh, movie is that she's not beautiful. She has skinny legs. Mm-hmm. And so there's this big scene where she's supposed to be the the, the beauty of this. all these beautiful women are out. Yeah. It's, um, and she stuffs a pillow in her dress, yeah. and then turns to the side, and it beca- makes it this comedy. And um, she's actually his name? turning to the side. Yeah, I just, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. I, so and um, so they're like, what's the guy's name? Uh, Zigfield. Oh, Zigfield. Oh, Zigfield, yeah. Zigfield is furious that she's changed his um, scene. Scene, 
And she's like, look, I can't play this straight. It's not going to work because I'm not beautiful. Right. I have these knock knees. I'm like, mm-hmm. so I had to do it this way. And the crowd loves, loves it. it. Yeah. Loves yeah, yeah. it. She's and hilarious. So she's she's multi So then he has to keep her because right. she's going to be, you know, this big moneymaker for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's part of what's so great about that film is that it's her doing things um her own way. Her own way. It was sort of because because Ziegfeld retains her, but mm-hmm. then she's able to sort of get some leverage, but not completely on her own. Here's where I think like the classic Hollywood trope comes in because a Mr. Nikki Einstein, oh, played by Omar <laughs> Sharif, right. <laughs> voices by Michelle, yeah. does, um, comes in and sort of negotiates for her. And because he's a man of the world and he's a card player, and so he negotiates her into uh, sort of a more powerful position. But Yet. he negotiates. Well, but except, except except he it's not it's not that I don't think he negotiates her. He cons her. He, he cons Ziegfeld into giving her more, and that's what he is. A he's con a con man. man. He's a con man. And he falls apart, ultimately, mm-hmm. and can't make yeah. it. And she's a this amazingly successful star, Yeah, and that's why they... But she hangs on and hangs on, and that's the other part of it, yeah. is that she's this amazing, strong, talented woman, and mm-hmm. yet yeah. she's very loyal to the man she loves. She yeah. keeps trying, she keeps trying. Right. It's, the, it's kind of the reverse, because all, all in, in literature in the first part of the century... Um, it's, we have all this, the fallen woman story, right? Whether it's like Sister Carrie or whatever. It's the woman who rises to the top, often in show business, and then leaves behind the men. And she's like this kind of rotten woman who's made it. But right. look, at, look at who she stepped on to get there. Mm-hmm. And this is sort of like redresses that because Barbara Streisand does not step on Omar Sharif in No, any way. she keeps helping him yep. and helping him. But then, right. then the fact that she's helping him becomes a problem for them. Yeah. Because yeah. he's embarrassed of being... A little too much pride. Yeah, he's, he's embarrassed that yeah. she's... Somebody calls him like... Um, What's her last name in the movie? Bryce. Bryce. Right, Bryce. Yeah. So somebody calls him Mr. Mr. Bryce, Bryce, and that's that kind of the beginning of the end. All the time. Mr. Patton. We call him Mr. Bryce all the time. Yeah. It's so weird. But it's also, it oh, gets gorgeous. really into women's issues because it's like um, yep. she, part of her idea of being successful, mm-hmm. driven by her mother and by the culture, yeah. is being married. So she has that whole Sadie, Sadie, married lady, yeah. you know, that this is the ideal for a woman, and yet because her partner can't make it work yeah it, it's a failed yeah, yeah but yeah. she finally feels like i'm a real woman now because i'm i'm married yeah, and have a child mm-hmm. and yet she's the more successful so it, it's i think you know it's kind of way ahead of its time in some ways there's no it doubt is, but, it, but it doesn't make it it doesn't i mean it takes a little bit of liberty but it doesn't take a lot of it doesn't take too much liberty it's like it's it keeps it in it's it feels real right right it doesn't it doesn't feel like any any one agenda is being like seen to over the over reality itself, yeah. right? Like she's still flawed. She still defines herself in this sense as uh, by this by this man by this marriage and the right. situation right here, uh-huh. which people do. You know, people male and female do as well. And you know, but, but part of it is he is like classically good looking, right? And she's not, right? And so when she meets him for the first time, Omar, there's that moment in the second. is Omar Sharif good looking? He's pretty lovely. Man. Yeah, he's, he's I'm a good looking. Always man. willing to admit he's pretty what a man's delicious. Like gorgeous yeah. piece of meat, but yeah. he just seems. You know what? He looks like he has Brillo pad mustache to me. He looks like that mustache smells bad. Hmm. It's the feeling I get right. about that mustache. Might hmm. be for a good reason. Hello. Oh, Tommy, I don't really care for that type of humor. You know that. All right, so he's classically good So anyway, good looking. he's yeah. classically good looking and she's not. And that's yeah. a big part of the film. Mm-hmm. And yep. so when she first meets him, they do this interesting thing in the film where they pause it mm-hmm. and it's, everything freezes. 
and she's looking at him, and then you hear her singing, Nikki Onstein, Nikki Onstein, what mm-hmm. a beautiful name. Because mm-hmm. she's so intimidated by how classically mm-hmm. right, looking. Right, and attracted at the same time, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also just, I think, kind of swept off her feet because mm-hmm. here's this good-looking man mm-hmm. who's interested in her. Right. <clears throat> so, yeah. Yeah, so what, do you, so what do you think of this movie? I mean, do you like it? Okay, so I got a couple of things I got to say about this movie. Is is I think it's a it's it's flawed on a couple of different levels. Okay, okay, um, in that, in, in it's oh fla- Tommy, hmm? oh Tommy. no, I just got to clue you in on something. Tread carefully. Sir. Michelle turned to the other woman in the studio who's off mic, and they both gave a rolly eyes. Is she gonna to is she gonna other, is she gonna plant that. that chair she was moving on my head? <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's gonna squirt you know, some tears so right saying. in your face. Wow. Um, <laughs> It's been a while okay, since so Tom said cheese squirted in his face. By somebody Do else, it. yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Okay, hey, the gravity feeder at home. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little flawed in a couple of different... First off, I, they're, they're two really beautiful people. I don't. Their chemistry, for me, is a little bit not... They don't, they don't have great screen chemistry. To yeah, me. okay. The other thing I would say is um, I don't buy Barbara Streisand as low, um, as low stature. So okay, is that because you know her as Barbara Streisand, or that she doesn't play convincingly? No, she just doesn't. She doesn't convincingly play low stature for me because Mm, the 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 whole thing where she feels like you know she feels intimidated by his good looks and all like that. Right, there's a part of me that doesn't believe that she doesn't think she's. Have you seen her nose? Yeah, I've seen her nose, but she's a good looking woman. No, she's a really good looking woman. She is. She fucking knows it. Yeah, she's not good looking in the classic sense. Don't tell us what's good looking. Yeah, yeah. Don't she's like not that. good looking don't, don't in the class. Yeah, no woman's playing exactly. <laughs> but but that's it. Like it's just it, it's a little that hard for me to buy. It, it's entries. hard for me to buy Barbara Streisand doesn't know exactly how because you, know, you have the hots for her. Yeah, that's right. Sure, absolutely. Sure. And even when you put her on a stage, I mean, you put her on a stage with these Amazons with enormous breasts. But that's breasts. the beauty of it, though, because she's saying, <sighs> "Look, I know I'm not classically beautiful, but I know I'm beautiful." No. And look at I'm going to turn so you can see the full effect of this Whoa. ginormous oh, yeah, Michelle's like thing. pointing at Tom. At point. It's really uncomfortable. <laughs> Joe's used to being no, treated I'm just, like that. I'm just, I'm yeah, just really I'm, trying to make a observer. point. No, no, your point, like? but your point isn't lost at all. But I'm, what, what I'm saying is that, no, and I think it is kind of a beautiful thing, but, oh, you know, so. from the artifice of SLS. an actual movie, it's yeah. a little, it's a little, it's, it took me a little bit out of it a couple of times. Uh, and then yeah. there's always the thing and about the musical. musical. Yeah, it's a musical. It is a musical. I, you know what I wonder? What I was, I, but what it's I was, a musical about music. No, that helps. Is, there's there's this yes. thing where she's like, "Don't rain on my parade" is like one of the big hits right rain in the middle. Rain on uh, my parade. She starts it in Baltimore. She gets on the train and it ends up in New York. And I wanted to see. Life's the, I candy see and the, the sun's a ball of butter. You just set her off, dude. I Sorry. did, man. You just looked don't tell me not to live. Don't rain on my parade. I was watching it. I wanted to see the movie about all the people on the yeah. train telling her, oh, dun, fuck, would you dun, shut dun, up with a song? Dun, dun, yeah. dun, dun. But, but that's just the artifice of that's what they it's do. Also, it's just too long. I mean, it's I, there mm-hmm. are things I like about the film and I like what it's trying to do, but there are aspects of it. Like I would say the second act is just kind of laborious. You sound like one Laborous. of our students, though, Laborious. when they have to read something. It's just too long. <laughs> or my wife, when I get into bed. Am <laughs> I right, everyone? Hmm? No, you are not, sir. <laughs> no, I have, I have never said that. No, no. I think what it is, is it's, it's too long until <laughs> the sun longer. comes up. I think it's what you said. Um, yeah. no, t- Let's have that happen. Let me, let's step, <laughs> up, let me, step, really, let me, let me step back really quickly. And by the way, yeah. well, no, let's... We'll sit off at the end. Go ahead. Yeah, go finish. Your- no, that's it. I mean, I just, I, 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 she's the thing is with Barbara Streisand is even if I, if I think the movie, whatever movie she's in, whether it's a great movie or one that's mediocre, she's always great in it. 
It's like she can like Hello Dolly is a movie that bores the shit out of me, except when <laughs> she's doing something and she's great in it. So Barbara yeah. Streisand is just fucking a great talent. But I just think that this movie, even though she won the Academy Award, she shared it with uh, uh, Catherine Hepburn, mm-hmm. um, yeah. just who for who deserved it for Lion in uh, Winter. Uh, I don't. But think, I gotta uh, say, I gotta well, say, I'll just tell you later, Tom. Off air. Well, it was getting it was getting a little long. You know how I feel about long things. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I gotta she say hates that them. hates them. Get them away from me. She's says make it fast um anyway no worries (laughs) um i will say because i love i'm a huge fan obviously but i have some criticism of uh barbara streisand and that movie movie, yes and here's the moment where i get i cringe a little as an adult watcher yeah and that's um people People uh, who need nah. people. What now? It's so self-indulgent. It well, like she's, goes she's, on She's a Woody and Allen on. in that sense. She's a self-indulgent yeah. child rapist. Nah, I'm sorry. I hate to say this. I love... Dude, her her in full torch mode. Mm-hmm. That gives me. Gives, I'm swear to God, I'm straight. But I get goosebumps when she does. There are a couple of songs she does. People one of the one things of you said, I don't believe, but I'll tell you uh, later which uh, one it is. Yeah, no, we but, can talk about but that. I love later. that song, yeah. man. When she started doing it, I'm like, oh, I didn't know it was me. from this movie. Like, oh. Oh. <laughs> 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 I've got the flutters in my little heart. I love that song. I mean, okay. like, oh, Jesus, I love that song. But her memory. performance of it yeah. is a bit oh, uh, self indulgent. Oh, you know, I think that's almost. I think. I actually disagree. I think her strong. I think her voice i thought i thought it was kind of i thought it was really good i think she's a good actor but when she's singing and i guess we're probably just going to agree to disagree on this but when she's singing she's like a great actor to me like some of her her gestures and the way she emotes into the song so it really works for me well you know interestingly enough she did not want to be a singer first she wanted to be an actress mm-hmm. and she wanted to be taken seriously and it's same with Joni mitchell another woman that i love mm-hmm. um who wanted to be a painter. That was her first love. Okay. And then didn't even realize that she had this amazing uh, musical gift. Mm. And I think it's the same with Barbara Streisand. I think most people think of her as a singer. Mm, yes. Um, and what she really wanted to be was a be taken seriously she's as an another actress. j-lo let's agree yeah. so i'm i'm giving this how movie how dare a, you sir <laughs> she's a Geely, barber on the block people who need Geely. how dare you and your fucked up feet i'm gonna give this movie a uh like a half to quarter three quarters thumb like I, right. I it's not i don't love it i kind of like it it's definitely worth seeing it falls in that category that i i often refer to as like the sunday afternoon monday work is coming it's worth watching but it's not one of her stronger efforts. And I do like Barbara Streisand in a number of things. Okay. Um, but it's not one of my favorites. Well, for me, it has such sentimental value that yeah, I can't hard to I cannot it. do sure. a thumbs up down yep. kind well, of Well, I'm going to give it a rating. thumbs up. I'm going to give it a thumbs oh, up. Oh, we know, not a, boy. It's, a, it's, a, it's a, <laughs> an imperfect movie in a lot of ways. Don't yeah. But it's enjoyable. Don't tell me how to live. Yep. It's a definitely an enjoyable film. But sometimes <laughs> a movie is worthwhile Life's because it's enjoyable. Candy so. and he's things a that are enjoyable are good, Tom. Excellent comment. No, Yes. Next yeah. week, and I stand by it, you motherfucker. <laughs> you're like, mm, yes, but can I write paragraphs about it? Mm, oh, fuck you. It's called literacy. Yeah. The next uh, film is 1972's What's Up, Doc? Question mark. With uh, Ms. What's Ms. up, Doc? What's up, Doc? Baba Streisand. And now, if we're talking okay. about a beautiful hunk of meat, 1972's Ryan O'Neill. Yeah. <laughs> and Madeline Kahn. Madeline Kahn is her awesome. film debut. Dude. Madeline Car- and, and a baby Randy Quaid. 
Baby Randy Quaid. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was Baby one of the Randy Quaid. <laughs> Baby he was Randy also Quaid. the following year in Paper Moon with Ryan O'Neill. Mm-hmm. But that's just trivia, folks. Let's oh, yeah. get back yeah. to 1972's What's Up, Doc, which is about, I don't think there's any use talking about what it's about because it's hard to follow. It's just a crazy mm. movie where there's like four okay. suitcases that look the same. I think that you should smoke a lot of pot yep. and then Done. watch it. Dude. Will do. Okay, so I okay, so two things. I gotta say this. I was well played, sir. Yes, <laughs> advocating for illegal activities federally. Um, no, um, I didn't finish it. Put it this way, I Tommy, did not you can't keep doing this, man. You've done this several times. Nah, you can't but I'm come in with not having. One. Oh, I'm embarrassed about ahead, this please. one because oh, tell I us. Is your mom involved? Friday night, yeah, probably. Yeah, Friday night, tired. Put this thing on. Pants I'm like watching ankles. this thing, going yeah. like, um, I really fucking. hate <laughs> did not no. like it at all. First of all, did you try, and I've warned you, motherfucker, time and time again, to watch this movie on your phone? Were you depressed well, no, when you watched it? I didn't it. try. That's where I was don't watching it. Don't watch movies on phones, I don't phones, have an option, Tom. you dick, man. Go to a fucking cafe. Put a little Ugh. effort into your work. Come to our house. Tom could Ugh. do so much better, but Ugh. he doesn't Ugh. put effort into his Ugh. work. Were you no. sad so that when you watched case, it? No, watching it? No, I was annoyed. Mother. I was annoyed with, with the characters. Were you thinking of your film? mother when you watched it? Oh, I got a point to make here, and eventually we'll fucking get to it. All right, go. Oh. everyone be quiet. We're sorry, Tom. Tom, go please ahead. go ahead. Jesus. You have the floor. <laughs> please, go ahead. Do it. Anyways, uh, uh, I, just, I was so annoyed with every one of the characters, and then like, I went to, then it's, uh, I turned it off about, uh, about halfway through, went to sleep, woke up at 2 o'clock in the morning having to pee, I came out, smoked a cigarette, and it occurred to me. And then suddenly the movie, like. Because Murray the... over here is 58. My prostate was bothering me, so yeah, I had a cigarette. Like so I had a everything sort, of, everything sort of just clicked into place. And I was like, fuck, that is an interesting fucking movie. Yes, it's it fucking is. brilliant. It's, I love that movie. It really is. It's like, I didn't. I just like, What's up, Doc? What are they trying to like, what is it? Oh, shit, she's Bugs Bunny. Basically, it's a Warner Brothers cartoon done yes. in real life. I didn't realize that when I was oh, watching it the first wow. time. You know what else it is? I was it's so fucking tired. I was just like watching it going, these people are lunatics. It's like what that movie. You know, when they try to make movies like The Great Race and it's a mad, 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 mad world and it's like an ensemble cast and it's wacky and they're all over the place and they're always shit. Yeah. This is one that worked. Well, and why it works. Conceptually, it's brilliant. It's, it's a great movie. Idea. It's if a great movie. If you think about Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Okay. Bugs Bunny. Sociopath. <laughs> Is the smartest motherfucker in every cartoon. Well, except for Rapey Pepe Le Pew. Side okay. note. Go ahead. Anyway. Not to derail you. Aside from your personal Sorry issues. About that. Uh, Bugs Bunny is smarter than everyone. And Bugs Bunny's always just kind of eating his carrot, watching mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. kind of laughing, kind of got this yep. wry, 20 steps ahead of everyone. Mm-hmm. Barbara Streisand in What's Up, Doc?, is the same way. Yeah. She like when she walks a point ac- Tom just made. when she oh sorry Tom. When she walks across the traffic <laughs> and nothing hits her yes. and she just like mm-hmm. bl- you know oblivious to all these cars. Yeah. And then it's just showing that she's like, yeah, all of this <laughs> yeah. is just bullshit. Yeah. And let's get to the real thing. Well, let's get to the it, and she does that throughout the film. Just it's like, it, it, she's, and she's like, and she's like a real Bugs Bunny too. In that, in that, every once in a while, like Bugs Bunny is usually doing his thing mm-hmm. in reaction to somebody trying to kill him, Elmer Fudd. Yeah, but there's every once in a while. Every once in a while, those cartoons would come out, and he's just like taking an afternoon to drive somebody completely fucking bonkers. Right, yeah. take a nap in between, <laughs> and like, like oh, there's a, there's a, there's an opera singer. Let's go make him insane. She's Let's also go. got great hair. Oh, she's Get sexy. It? Mm-hmm. Get it? Hair as fuck in that film. Uh, so uh, yeah, and it's it's set in fist bump. Fist bump. It's, yes. it's set in San Francisco, 
And yet, it, for three quarters of the film, it's not in San Francisco. It's, it's in a hotel room in yes. San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And Presumably in San Francisco. You never know. There's something, and I don't think I missed anything, because I don't think you have to follow this closely. Mm-hmm. There are like four bags that look identical, yes. and they have different contents, it's and different people ridiculous. are after the bags, and yeah. they keep confusing the bags. Yeah. What did and you call it? What kind of comedy it's is it? It's a madcap It's a screwball comedy. Screwball. Yeah, uh, madcap's better. Madcap, screwball. Yeah, okay. Madcap well, usually Mad has a romance com- uh, You're element right. to it. You're right. Tom, I sit corrected, as usual. Oh, I always admit when I'm wrong. Mark it down, Curtis. <laughs> you second time this year. So, <laughs> Shut, so come on. Join me but on it's the a great, they, I think they have great chemistry. You know, R- Ryan O'Neill is... It, kind of dumb. Well, he, he's supposed to be dumb. Dumb yeah, well, and beautiful. He's, he's brilliantly dumb. Here's he's how you the, know that... He's the absent-minded professor. Yeah, absent-minded professor all yeah. the way. Yeah. Here's how you know that Barbara Streisand had contract <laughs> pull at this point. From here on out, any man she's in a film with is good-looking and for some reason always takes his motherfucking shirt off. Take it off. Yeah. Showing his shortcomings because real men have tummies. Am I right, Tom? Uh, yeah, real men have, have curves. Not yes. Ryan. One. And Not rashes curves. Singular. <laughs> so, so, so... Um, Ryan O'Neill is is, Objectified is, a, in the is film. a musicologist who's studying something ridiculous with like. How does um, it feel? How does it feel, guys? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. To be objectified? Oh, bring it on! Yeah, please. Oh, no. <laughs> Willikers, please, yes. Mama. Well, isn't it interesting it though? Hair? Here's another reason why I love her. Okay. Isn't it interesting that she's not the good-looking one in this film? Well, and we yet, disagree, but she is also good looking. She's but, also good looking, yeah. but he's she's trying hard not to be good looking. He's movie. classically good looking, mm. yep. right? Six pack, the whole thing, yep. and um, and yet she is the more interesting character in the film by so, far. So oh, yeah. who's decorative in this film? Brian O'Neill. Exactly. Yeah. Are you saying it like <laughs> you know who else is <laughs> like decorative in this movie? Another, and yet another, great another reason why I love her. Boss Hogg is in this movie. Boss Hogg is in this movie? Yeah. I could, goo, 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 the, detect- the hotel detective is played That's by Boss Hogg. That's Boss Hogg? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't know who Boss Hogg From is, the, but it's I love that answer. name. Come on, man. All right, so. Well, them, them anyway, new boys getting a little mess of trouble right now. For oh, three quarters so- of the film, all of these suitcases are, are floating around this hotel. They're being confused, and, and it's a sort of like, it's it's literally one of those films where there's a corridor and hotel rooms, and people are going out of one room door and into another door, and then you see someone come out of another and door. Scooby Doo did door. so much better. Very Scooby Doo. I agree. And, then and isn't it Madeline Kahn's uh, first film? Yes, it's her first introducing film. Introducing Madeline Kahn, and we'll oh, get to I her in a Madeline second. Kahn. She's fucking brilliant. She she's always the, brilliant. Yeah. She's, Is it true what they say get... about black men? <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> when she's in this movie, when she's trying to get into the ballroom where they're having the big yes. conference meeting, and she's just dragging. The she's a fucking great <laughs> physical actress, man. Comedian. <laughs> Madeline Kahn, like, yeah. like she, she's a yeah, she's a, a, an Oscar winner and a deserving Oscar. She's winner. no she's fan of cancer, but otherwise she's fantastic. Well, so, let's let's all just agree that Barbara Streisand in this movie is hot as fuck. She's hot. It's a it's a confusing movie, and then the last quarter of the film is just all around San Francisco, like in Blues Brothers <laughs> yeah, Blue type, Brothers like chase. damage yeah. chase. Yeah, yeah. Of course, at one point I'd never seen this film. I was watching it with Michelle. At one point, as soon as they hit on Lombard Street, the Crooked Street, uh, I just rolled my eyes like, of course, of course. There, there's a chase down Lombard Street. Well, you know what? I think this film and um, Funny Girl are similar in a couple of ways. Go ahead, please. <laughs> and your all films that I love. All right. Uh, like La La Land. You watch them with Joseph. Yes, I watched them with Ugh. Joseph. But all films that I love, like La La Land, yep. I think great film does what great poetry does, which okay. is it pushes right up to the edge of too much. Yeah, And mm-hmm. it asks you, as a viewer or a reader, it asks you, um, 
are you willing to also take a risk? Are you willing mm. to go this far with mm. us? Like, this film is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Like, are you willing to just be it's, like, yes. laugh about it? Right. Yes. It's gone way over the top so many times. Mm. And yes. like, it's asking you to be all in too. Like, right. Oh yeah, I'm willing to go with it. So I don't think there's any, any point in sort of like, outlining any more sort of plot elements it's just a lot of things happen yeah. and Those there are crashes and go away for mistaken like identity and yeah. suitcases it's just ridiculous and and the sort of like tension between ryan o'neill and, and and barbara streisand and the whole great... time she's smooth and unruffled well and she's like... kind of an annoying really asshole she's an asshole she's a psychopath she's a sociopath so is sure. bugs bunny though well that's exactly yeah. no right no that is true i find bugs bunny doesn't... kind of sexy too by the way i do too particularly when he's dressed like a little lady mm. oh little little hairpins coming mm. out of his you can <laughs> no um fuck. i you know i again from being unwatchable at 10 yep. o'clock at night to two o'clock in the morning it being top 20 favorite comedies of all it's time it's great it is a great fucking movie <laughs> we can't recommend awesome. it enough we're all let's Holy put three shit. three thumbs and up everyone there are everyone. so many great. there are so many we're only talking about a few but there are the owl and the pussycats another that's one that's another great one that you should owl and the pussy with george siegel up the sandbox oh i'll tell you one that's not great that michelle and i saw up the sandbox is what i was going to mention you thought no, that was great up the sandbox is great you yes. gotta smoke a little pot first oh yes then, <laughs> i see now uh, <laughs> it's never the way you start talking about a movie man you, if you get high then it's a yeah. good movie like wow spoken, but it is, spoken by a man who can't get high because he throws up every time i don't he get does. high on my own supply uh up the sandbox I drink. we won't really talk about but we tried to watch we did watch it and it's it's actually you should watch it because it's really bizarre it's a bizarre Barbara Streisand bizarre. movie. At one point, she tries to blow up the Statue of Liberty. Let's At just put it that way. That's a scene in the movie. A Che Guevara lookalike trans who whips uh, out tranny. his boobies. Yep. Yeah, it's definitely a weirdo Picasso yep. project. But anyway, Watch that it. same year in 1973, Barbara Sa- Streisand made a film with Robert Redford that makes mm-hmm. some people cry. Memories like, like the, the corners of my mind. mind. Misty watercolor, snobbly, snobbly blues of the way we were. It's called The Way We Were, and it's from 1973. (laughs) And man, this movie is, uh, this is the other movie that made me cry recently, Mm, uh, along with Heart is a Lonely Hunter. Uh, We talked about that last, yeah. Oh my God, this movie is so good and so sad. (laughs) Oh, is it sad. (laughs) He when he it's cries a, at a movie, I have to tell you guys a little private thing. Now that we have the microphones, everybody, on, I have to take every, pride. everybody knows. So this thing, when Joseph cries at a movie, he blocks um, it with popcorn. He gets kind of annoyed uh-huh. because he's crying and he's having a vulnerable moment. And then I look over and he's all like teary-eyed and sad and I'm all well, oh babe are you sad and he's like well it's sad okay it's all like, <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to be like one of those guys that doesn't have any feelings yeah well it's a very sad movie <laughs> well I mean which is interesting because you're overcoming the fact that in, in fact he has no feelings I have feelings. oh you don't you heartless oh you, don't you know who know. likes me your mother. My, my mother? Well, yeah, that's his name. Ringing fucking right. endorsement, buddy. Who <laughs> loves you also? Adolf Hitler. Yes, Joseph loves me. Fuck you. All right. That's why On to the movie, kiddo. Wow, so, this shit gets deep. Yeah. Oh. Does. 
So uh, Bar- <laughs> it starts in the 1930s, and Barbara Streisand is um, kind of a version of herself in a way in the beginning. She's just, she's in college. She's at, mm-hmm. is it, it's Columbia. They're at Columbia, yeah. and she's like anti-fascist sort of organizer. With Fuck the man. No sense of humor at all. Right. She's like uh, she's like a, a sort true. of a bride. At a bri- that point, uh, she has no, that's, no co- that's part of the plot point, is yeah. that she has no sense of humor at that point. Because he's like super Ivy League, uh, no, no, white no. dude. She's, missing, yeah. she's basically playing a, sli- a slightly broad caricature of like a like a like um you know like a Jewish communist New Yorker yeah uh, like what's her 30s. name from the uh, what's her name she's passionate yep. no she's absolutely passionate she is passionate that's, that's the that's, that's the essential element of her yeah. character it's the opposite of her Bugs Bunny character okay but the point is the point is that she is passionate and, and lacks sort of this ability to connect with people because she doesn't have humor in life yep. and and Robert Redford she is, with is him. this guy who's like the jock and and everyone loves him and he's popular and all these bimbos love to hang out with him and and he could have it made just sort yeah. of floating along there but blue color wasp beautiful he's intrigued by her because she's brilliant and and he, she sort of shakes him up right and and gets him out of this sort of this sort of well-worn and predicted path it's very opposites attract kind of yeah and and so they have this sort of moment early on where something could happen and it doesn't mm-hmm. until she sees him again and he's on leave during the war he's no 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 oh, let, let me, I, it happens oh, stand for by. her when they're in a class together yep. and the professor yeah. reads his story yeah. and she realizes like, oh, he's, he's not just good looking. Yeah. And but that's not what I'm saying. I'm, that's, that's not when they get together. But that's when she falls in love with him. That's yeah. not what I said. Yeah. Right. No, I don't know if she falls in love with no, him. She's just she's irritated by his talent, and she has some feelings of electricity for him. She's had, she's had first off, she starts off attracted but repelled. Attracted to him, physically repelled by him, you know, in all the other ways. Yeah, and that's definitely there. And then, then, and then this class goes down, and she's like, "Oh, he's got some depth." Yeah. So she really starts. She's really turning that corner very hard on him, and and his his perspective is a little bit obscured. You never, in fact, it's almost always that way. That's sort of an, an element of his character. Yeah. Um, but uh, but he gets a story published, and they talk about it, and then that was sort of their 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 close attempt. Their the, first the professor attempt. reads. Right, I jumped ahead a and, little bit. And I, I part apologize. of the story is May he's making everyone. fun of himself as being like someone for whom things always came too easy. Right, right. And, and it's Robert Redford, and he's like I that guy. Well, folks. And Robert Redford's pretty fucking hot. Let's yeah. all just say it. Another story I know too. I think better than Ryan. I, I think better than Ryan O'Neill personally. Oh yeah, he's okay. got he's got depth. Ryan O'Neill is just uh, eye yeah, candy. Pretty. Okay. Yeah. So then, then shortly thereafter, she re-meets him after some time. The war is on. And um, he's drunk, and she, he spends a night at her place. And this begins some sort of small romance between them because she has, she's absolutely like on. Fu- okay, here comes another fucking interrupt. Go ahead, Tom. No, no, go ahead. Please. Jesus I'm just saying, she, uh, she, 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 she takes him back she's to like, her uh, place and kind of rapes him. Yeah. She kind of rapes him. She's a little raped. Yeah, he wasn't really opposed to the rape. Uh, Let's just say. Barbara Weinstein <laughs> over here. That's what I said. Oh, yeah. Poor, objectified yeah. Robert Redford. Uh, for a second, Man. I couldn't tell the difference between Barbara Streisand and George H.W. Bush. Let's yeah. put it that way. <laughs> or uh, Stephen Hawking. That's just mean. Wow. We don't care for that kind of humor on this show. I don't appreciate it. Apologize that. to our audience. Oh. <laughs> so, they, so, so she's on. She, he likes her, and he's retained that sort of like, that sort of like a, she brings about a depth to him but but it's it's clearly uneven to begin with she's on fire for him and she's he, in love with him she's in love with him and he is in love i think he's i he think he's attracted by wanting to be the person she thinks he yeah, ought to be that's fair i think that's what he but that's he lacks the depth that she has he does 
Yeah. He totally lacks it. And, and he never, can't he maintain it. Well, no, for instance, he has a novel out at that point, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like even he's a little bit embarrassed that it got published, and it's clearly going to be one of those one offers that's. And yet um, she's like, like you're Living brilliant. with Noise, for instance, a book that you might find on Amazon and <laughs> use copies. And, and if you don't, nobody would be surprised <laughs> nobody by that. Nobody gives a shit at all. Only nobody. Tom's mom Wait, likes my book. Wait, who, who is that by? Living with Noise? It's by Joseph Foth, another Robert Redford of his time. Yeah. Wow. Except for the feet. I, uh, have you ever seen his feet in Brubaker? Well, I've seen yeah. your feet. Uh, okay, come on. No, everybody, everybody, come on. Let's, let's regroup here, in. shall we? All right, everybody. Yeah, let's... back so, to the film. So they, so they have this aff- the, the affair, and it becomes a love affair, and they break up once because she's so serious. She, she can't be around anyone he knows. She can't really be around people, even though she loves this guy. She's, he's, a, he's obnoxious. He, he hangs out with very supercilious people. Yeah, but also, you, under, you understand their perspective in terms of like... They're like a tabla like, rasa of supercilious oh, oh, my God. Tom, Tom is showing off his vocabulary. last episode. <laughs> And at one, the fourth time he said it during the last episode, goes, it was superfluous. I th- yeah, I can't think of a word. Well, I hate to say it, but tabla rasa. Ugh. Yeah, you should. Uh, the way you, you have were. Him Boo. Say, uh, what's the word he can't say? Terrified. Acoustic. Oh yeah, he says acoustic all the time. And I don't know coupon. Acoustics. I don't know. Fuck and um, doesn't he say Megan weird? Megan. Megan. He says Megan and acoustic. <laughs> These are just the things you should this know is about. Like Tom. some weird childish like playground bullshit, guys. Come on, let's get back. We're to bullies. You so, are bullying a little anyway, bit. Anyway, right so it's basically, okay. they they break up, and then she she does this thing. This is a scene with her that's so sad, and she calls him up, and she goes, "I won't even if you could just come over. You're the only friend mm. like I've ever like I the person I would tell things to, and yeah. yet the thing I wanted to talk about is my breakup with you. And if you come over, I won't even touch you. She says, "I just want you to be here," and she's so desperate. And he comes over, and it's like he's not like throwing her a bone. Like he does love her, but he wants to give her another shot. Yeah. So they they move on to Hollywood. He tries to become a screenwriter, and it's just the disintegration of this thing that like it could never be, but you want it to be because you he don't want wants that. to be successful and comfortable and have a good life. But and he also she wants to always fight the man. But that's the mm-hmm. thing. She wants to always, always. fight them. Yeah. There's no break with her. So neither one of them is wrong. No, no. That's a, that's one of the great sort of interesting things. Oh, like, in the last scene, oh, guys. Oh, my God. girl is Nick. lovely, Hubble. Oh, when she, when they, when when he she moves his her. hair out of... Oops, I got that's excited. Okay. <laughs> she moves his hair out of his eyes and oh. she's like, oh, Oh, your, your new girl. I can't believe lovely. that's the end of the movie. Every time I watch it, Joe cr- cried like a girl at that dinner. He cried, and uh, I rubbed cream on his feet. <laughs> and then we braided each other's hair. Uh, <laughs> and there are no secrets left. Yeah. It's a great movie. I give this movie a high, high praise. Super thumbs up. It's, it's so one good. of the best. This it's is, just fucking great. This is a love movie that does what I love in a good love movie. Which is? It doesn't give you an easy ending. It gives you flawed characters who fall in love with each other for a season, yeah, and they fall apart, and it makes no excuses, and yeah, and uh, like you know, all love, right? They don't go get breakfast at Tiffany's, and let's oh, let's get back. You know, none of yeah. that, none of that easy Hollywood shit. Yeah, they let a love affair be what it really was, like yeah. Annie Hall when they right, meet exactly. each other yeah. again, and they're like, mm. yeah, yeah, this is the honest. This is honestly what relationships are it's and can over, be. But I'm always gonna love you. And it's gonna yeah. hurt. Yeah. So yeah, no, yeah. It's it hurts. Truly, mm. truly, one of the best love, love stories. Hurts. Love something else. Oh, dear Jesus. Wow. And Joe's reaching back into his into his older brother's childhood for this shit. I love this movie. Yeah. I recommend everyone see it. I so think, out of the three, it sounds like you guys are the biggest fans of The Way We Were. I think in, in, in backwards order. I think The Way We Were is my favorite. What's Up Doc is my second favorite. And Funny Girl, 
I could certainly it's certainly worth watching, but I don't think it's that great. Okay. Yeah, for Funny Girl, like I just see my sister lying on the living room floor with a pillow and stuffing, and yeah. us talking about yeah. like just laughing and being silly. And so for me, that movie, I can't be objective about right. it. That's like, fair. Enough, so. Fair enough. Well, I, I would say that I would say that that movie. I'd say uh, Funny Girl is enjoyable. I give it a plus on that. Uh, I think uh, what's up, Doc? I'm going to have to go rewatch that again. It's good because uh, Jesus on Christ, what not a, a phone, concept. by the way. Yeah, it's good on a phone. And then uh, we're going to, and then um, yeah, the Jesus, the, the way, we, way were. we were, amazing, fabulous. Let me just say too, there's several others like um, Nuts I, is a really good film. Falls outside our cross range, but okay, I like that movie too. Yeah, sorry, but I just want to say like she's got a long yeah, yeah. list of mm-hmm. really great movies. Hello, hey, gorgeous. Hey, we, we rented a we rented a VCR. This is back when we couldn't own one because they were too expensive, so we yep. rented one. And my mom bought Yentl and we watched that this bitch. thing like five or six times. So yeah. Oh, I remember. Well, she bought one. Pop. She bought a VCR for me, Tom. But <laughs> separate story. Tom, do we have any she business? Never bought me a VCR. <laughs> Be kind. Rewind, Tom. Uh, do you, any business? Be kind at all, Joe. Um, let's see. Yes, uh, check us out on uh, Patreon. Please give us. Uh, you know, we'd uh, we'd love to you to join us on Patreon. We're on uh, Facebook, of course, and Twitter. Uh, so join us there. Got our website, Finley's on Films. Um, I am uh, TomSmithComedy.com. Come check it out. I've got some shows coming up. Uh, and uh, Young Joseph, what do you got? Um, go to RemixReadings.com for future readings in the Fresno area. Mm-hmm. And we want to thank Michelle Patton for joining yeah, us on the third mic. Anything you want to promote, Michelle? Anything yeah, pr- to promote? No, no, thank you guys for having <laughs> me. <laughs> I've got like a stack of essays. That's all I've got okay. to get through. But thank you guys for hey guys. Well, I want our listeners to help you grade those. Let's clink glasses. Chad. Cheers, everyone. Great episode.